Welcome to another episode of Empowering Women's Wellness, where we explore the intricacies and of health and wellness. I'm Dr. Misty Sens, and today we're delving into a topic that affects millions of individuals worldwide, hypothyroidism and other thyroid conditions. But listen, even if you don't have a thyroid condition, you're going to want to stick around as we talk about the importance of proper testing when it comes to not only the thyroid, but overall well-being. Before we get into the different thyroid conditions, let's talk briefly about the thyroid gland and what it does for the body. The thyroid gland is a butterfly-shaped gland located in the base of the neck. It makes, stores, and releases hormones that control metabolism, which is the way that your body uses energy. Now, thyroid hormones regulate virtually every body function, including breathing, heart rate, central and peripheral nervous systems, body weight, muscle strength, menstrual cycles, body temperature, cholesterol levels, and so much more. The thyroid is part of the endocrine system. The endocrine system is a complex of network of glands and organs that produce, store, and regulate the release of hormones. Now, the thyroid itself makes T1 and T2, which are precursors to the hormones that you may be familiar with, T3 and T4. The thyroid makes thyroid hormones using nutrients such as zinc, iodine, iron, selenium, amino acids like tyrosine, fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin D, vitamin E, B12, magnesium, vitamin C, and the enzyme TPO, thyroid peroxidase. Now the thyroid is triggered to release thyroid hormone by a pituitary hormone called TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. I want you to hear that again. TSH is a pituitary hormone that is released by the pituitary gland in the brain to trigger the thyroid to release hormones. So TSH is not a thyroid hormone, but that is the marker that is being looked at to address your thyroid and your health. Now, the majority of hormone released by the thyroid is T4. I mean, over 90% of the thyroid released is T4. Now, T4, when it's released, is bound up. It's inert, which means that it's inactive in the body, and the body can't use it for energy and metabolism, but it is needed to make T3. T3 is the metabolically active hormone needed for all cells, tissues, and organs. The thyroid itself makes some T3, but that too is also bound up and it can't be used by the body. The majority of T3 comes from T4 when T4 gets converted through an enzymatic reaction where T4 loses an iodine molecule. And this happens in the gut, liver, and kidneys. Now, some of this hormone will get converted into reverse T3 which is not usable by the body, and the rest is called free T3. Free T3 then has to bind to a protein in the blood called thyrobinding globulin. Thyroid binding globulin taxis T3 around the body and deposits T3 into the cells. So that's how our thyroid works. But our thyroid also works on a feedback loop. So when T4 drops too low, the hypothalamus, which is in the brain, gets triggered. It then tells the pituitary to release that TSH hormone, and TSH then tells the thyroid to release thyroid hormone. When T4 elevates to the appropriate level, the hypothalamus tells the pituitary to stop releasing TSH, TSH stops, and the thyroid stops releasing hormone. Our thyroid is in constant flux, responding to its environment. So TSH is always going up and down in some capacity all the time. Now, as long as there are no interferences or stress to the thyroid, it responds appropriately. As long as there are no interferences or stress 
in the gut, liver, and kidneys, we make enough T3. And as long as there are no interferences to the cells that need the T3 hormone, we're good. And as long as there are no interferences to the hypothalamus or the pituitary gland, the thyroid is told to do its job. So the chain of command for your thyroid goes like this. The hypothalamus stimulates the pituitary, which stimulates the thyroid. Thyroid hormone is released. It has to then go to the gut, liver, and kidneys to be converted into free T3. That's critical. Free T3 is critical. Free T3 then has to catch a ride on thyroglobulin. And then that thyroglobulin has to bring the T3 and deposit the T3 into the end tissues. Now that's the pathway that happens with your thyroid. And there are a lot of places in this pathway where things can go wrong. So can you see why oftentimes we still feel like crap, even when taking the medication, because your doctor is only focusing on your TSH levels and not any other places in this pathway that can be a problem. And that is why proper testing is so important. So let's talk about that. So how is low thyroid actually diagnosed? Well, basically you go into the doctor with all the classic signs of hypothyroidism. You have fatigue, weight gain, hair loss. You're, uh, you have cold intolerance, anxiety, poor digestion, fertility and cycle issues, joint pain, weakness, depression, mood changes. And if you're lucky, they will check your thyroid. But what they'll do is they'll run that TSH test. And if you remember that TSH is a pituitary hormone, it's not a thyroid hormone. Anyway, so as long as TSH is within medicine's normal ranges, you're fine. So let's talk about the normal ranges. In medicine, the normal lab range for TSH is 0.5 to 5.5. Now that's a huge range. Now functional ranges are more narrow. The functional range for TSH is 1.8 to 3.0. But I gotta tell you, I have seen when the TSH goes higher than 2.5, you're on a bad path and you're on, and that's going to lead you to more problems and more symptoms. So clinically, when I see a TSH at 2.5 or higher, I'm going to do more testing. Now, if the TSH is high above 5.5 in the medical world, you're considered hypothyroidism, even if they haven't checked your thyroid hormones. And, they're and then you're given medication without any further investigation as to why the TSH is high, because they just assume that you have low thyroid hormones. They just assume that. But in my functional world, if you're above 2.5, I'm looking further because your body, your thyroid is in trouble. So before you're told that you need medication, let's work on your thyroid. Let's work on any stressors that can be interrupting that chain of command. So if you have high TSH, you're automatically considered to have hypothyroidism and you're given synthetic T4 medication and you're told to check back in six weeks. Medicine stops here. But there are actually six patterns of hypothyroidism, six different reasons why you may be experiencing the symptoms of low thyroid. But unfortunately, Western medicine only looks for and treats one, primary hypothyroidism what I just spoke about. So pattern number one of those six patterns is primary hypothyroidism. And this is when the TSH is high. So it is assumed the thyroid is not making enough thyroid hormone. 
and synthetic hormone replacement is given. So T4 will raise up and then TSH normalizes and your your doctor says everything is fine. I mean, that's exactly what happened to me. Only I wasn't fine. I felt okay for a little while, but then I didn't feel good anymore. So the question I had at that time and what I asked my doctor and what I want, the question I want you to have is why, you know, why is this happening? Know this, our body doesn't just stop working. Our bodies are not designed that way. Symptoms are a result of something going on upstream. The result of the body getting too little or too much of something that the body needs. So remember that chain of command? So what are the things needed in the chain of command for the pathway to work correctly? And that's always the first place to assess why anything is happening, especially when it comes to the thyroid. So I will leave you this with this. Proper testing is important when it comes to the thyroid because it's not just about TSH, that pituitary hormone. It's about looking at everything that can impact the function of the thyroid gland itself, making, releasing, <clears throat> and converting of the thyroid hormones, the transport of the hormones, and the binding of your hormones to the cells. So here are the minimum tests I would ask your doctor to run to assess your thyroid and your overall physiology. Now, these aren't all the tests that I run, but this is a place that you could start with your doctor because most medical doctors do not run even the tests I'm going to share with you, and they certainly don't run the additional tests that I do. But here are the tests you want to ask for. TSH, free and total T3, free and total T4, T3 uptake, reverse T3, TPO, which is thyroid peroxidase, and that's the antibody to the thyroid peroxidase, TGB, so antithyroglobulin binding hormone, the antibody to thyroglobulin, vitamin D, magnesium, B12, folate, a CBC with differential, a complete or comprehensive metabolic panel, a lipid panel, fasting insulin, hemoglobin A1C, homocysteine, highly sensitive C-reactive protein, and an iron panel. Now, it's important to seek professional guidance for proper diagnosis and a personalized treatment. And this podcast is not to take the place of your doctor's recommendations, but to help you take a proactive step towards improving your health through natural strategies. So that's all the time I have today. Next time, we'll dive a little deeper into the different patterns of thyroid dysfunction.